your whole life. No matter what is going on in your life, no matter how the circumstance, circum, circum, circumstance, On the show, anyone can call. Okay, show. You need to go somewhere. Anyone, it's not about that. Hey, who asked you to enter this conversation? It's a dialogue that elicits emotion, sparks a reaction, and forces you to take action. It's the what the heck went around. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the what the heck went around. I do this for real, as always, reporting to do my duty on the microphone. And I got one question and one question only. What's that? Money on Talenu, Polenu, Tulenu, yeah, the motor cannot do. Oh, the motor cannot do. Hey guys, my name is Buju, and you're listening to the Rant Show. Keep it locked. Don't go nowhere. Take a moment to censor yourself and ask yourself that all important question. How are you doing? Are you happy? Are you sad? Are you glad? Are you happy to be alive? Are you thankful? Are you blessed? Welcome to another edition of the What The Heck Man Rants. It's about to be a fun time. If you're listening to the show alone, you're doing it wrong. Tell a friend to tell another friend to tell their ex-boyfriend, soon-to-be divorced husband, sister's wife, that the rant show is live. Ladies and gentlemen, let's have some fun tonight. What up, what up, what up, what's up, what's up, what's up? Why can't I hear myself? Oh, I gotta turn my volume down. <laughs> what's happening, ladies and gentlemen? Good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening. Ekaleo, Ekaleo, Ekaleo. Moro, Mohoku, Wobwento, Tuobwento, Dede. For those of you that don't understand Yoruba, I am sorry, I cannot help you. Um, but welcome, welcome, guys. Welcome. Give me a second here. Let me do this, do this, do this, and we are about to be live. Who is the person that is parrying in my ear? Yeah. Um, but welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, let me take a quick second here. Um, to start if you're can you um everybody can you please mute i can't tell who's on not on mute um but if you can mute your microphone that would be great uh let me see here i think i all right just hit that mute button what's up faves what's up my peeps what's happening what's popping 
What's cracker lacking? I'm with you. I'm with you. The rest of the gang have left me alone. Um, you know, but it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. I'm not upset. I'm not upset. You know, when Yoruba men decide now to leave their family, people will be angry. But people are leaving me here by myself. This is not fair. Um, but welcome, guys. First of all, just a quick question. Does my shirt look like it has like a wavy... Is it like a wavy type? Like, is it looking... What's that thing? Like, like you're looking into like Inception, the movie, or something like that. Is it giving you like a dizzying effect? It's usually a bad idea to wear, um, you know. But you guys, I've helped you guys. Do you guys see my fan in the back? I've covered it with a black shirt for you all. Look at the things I do for you guys, okay? Because when I do that and then I do this, you can't see it. The fan doesn't show anymore. More smart. Just, that's how you know that I'm applying my brain. That's, you know, I'm a brilliant person. Um, I hope you guys are having a great start to your week. Um, I'm actually, it's actually been a decent, it's been a very weird day. Okay. Um, like work. So for those of you that don't know, I usually work right up until five minutes before the show and then i continue working after <laughs> because it's 4 p.m here on the west coast um but yeah work was fine today but then people have been pissing me off people have been pissing me off i don't i don't appreciate that you know because what i like to say is i'm a very peaceful person but if you look for my trouble um, but people have been doing things that fundamentally go against my core values today. Um, and I'm not in a appreciative mood of that. Um, but then also just a few minutes before the show, I stood on a scale. That was a fucking mistake. Um, because I don't know what the fuck that scale was saying, but that's not me. I don't know who was on the scale, but it's not me. Um, you know, sometimes it's a case of mistaken identity, you know, it's like the skill thinks you're somebody else and, you know, cause it sure as hell was not me that did, you know, whatever number was showing that serial number is not connected to me. So we're going to need to do a recalibration. Uh, if you're in California in the Bay area and, um, you know, you have a spare scale at home. I'm going to need to test my theory out because right now, pretty sure that's not me. You know, that's just, at this rate, that cannot be me because if it's, if it's me, then I'm going to give up. I'm just going to fucking give up because if that scale is saying that that's me, then what's the point? What really is the point? At this point, I should just live my life. And if you cannot accept me, for what the fuck I look like, then you're the problem. You are the problem, you know? So my move from today going forward is if you don't like me as I am, you are the problem. So as you go through your week today, if somebody looks at you weird, you know, tell them you are the problem. If somebody says to you in your family, 
hey, I think you need to lose weight. You'd be like, no, you need to refocus your eyes so you can see what you need to see because what you're seeing right now is wrong. Um, but all things considered, you know, it was a, I think it was a decent weekend. Did you guys have a good weekend? Um, use the use the chat. Let me know how was your weekend. What'd you do? What was the standout thing that you did this weekend? Um, what was the standout thing I did this weekend? Nothing. I didn't do shit. It was like it was one of those weekends where I didn't do anything. Adrena said, "I see. All I see right now is I did." My weekend was cool. And then he says, bought bought a second check-in suitcase for my trip to Ghana coming up this week. You're going to Ghana? Girl, what kind of, what kind of, you are up. Like, we got to block you. Like, how, how are you going to Ghana now? Like, this is not even fair. I haven't even wrapped my head around potentially traveling. You know, I want to ask this, though. This is a good question to ask. Like, those of you that are planning to travel this December, like, every year for the last four years or so, I've been going to Nigeria in December. Um, But is that happening this year? Is that a thing? Like, I see Fauzi on here. Is that a thing? I know Fauzi, Fauzi and I always connect in, in Nige in December. Every so We always see each other somewhere, Sha. But I don't know, man. Like, everybody's saying they're going and I'm just like Corona's outside <laughs> it's like why did you <laughs> shit you know what I might okay so here's my rationale right let me sound it out to you guys somebody said Corona if I was to say Corona is not in Lagos I'm fucking dead um let me sound my logic to you guys um I feel going to Nigeria let me put it like this Going to Nigeria in December for me is not a vacation. It's work. It's usually work. It is, you know, I need to go see my family. I need to go see some of my friends, um, do stuff with the foundation. Um, but it's never like, oh, let's go to La Campagne. And we're going to go to W, is it W Bar or whatever the hell it's called. And just, like, chill. Like, you do all that stuff, but, like, I barely sleep. Or I sleep too much. I eat poorly. And, yeah. One of the reasons why I like going to Nigeria in December is my friends from all over the world are in the same place at the same time. So, people from Amsterdam, people from Spain, people from New York... Everywhere, like, you know, Fauzi from Houston. Is Fauzi in Houston? Fauzi in Houston. I know that. Don't say anything. I know that. Um, but this year, because things are weird, I don't know if everybody's going to be there. So I'm like, do I really want to drop a couple bands on a ticket if I get there and people are not there? Also, I'm putting on record, I think I had COVID last year. Before all of you guys, before it became cool, you know, some of us know that. <laughs> First of all, COVID is not cool. People's dead. Um, but I'm like 95% sure that I had it November last year. There was a stretch where all of my friends got sick. Couldn't explain it. It wasn't a common flu. It had all the symptoms of COVID. Um, and I think 
we must have gotten it before it became a thing. Um, but that being said, every time I go to Nigeria, I always come back needing a break. So I'm thinking this year, instead of going, maybe I just go somewhere where I can actually take a break. Like some island with clear waters, you know, somewhere with a fat ass. I don't, I'm just kidding. It's a joke. That's a joke. That's a joke. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. It's <laughs> a joke. Um, but yeah, you go to Nigeria. It's like, it's stress. It's hot. I mean, you vibe, you you party, all that stuff. But then you come back, and then I'm like, I need an actual break on that break. Um, so I don't know. I'm weighing it up. I'm weighing it up. Those of you that are going, let me know. Let's see if it's it might actually be a vibe. Um, and if I go, the other, oh, the other thing. The other reason why I'm usually hesitant is I don't like it being short. I don't like going for like a week or like a week and a half. Like that annoys me. The whole flight to get there is already a week. Talk less of going there for two seconds. You know, so I always love to have a rounded experience. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. Plus, my 30th birthday is in January. And I'm about to go fuck some shit up. That one, some shit is going to get fucked up. I'm saying it right now on the record. If you hear that I did something, if you hear that you saw that I might have potentially done, did something, I'm already reporting myself now. So nobody should say that in no year. The report is out. Things are going to happen. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be a madness. You understand? So make peace with it. Block me if you need to. Um... Yeah. You know, if you see I don't see and you now start texting me nonsense, like, oh, I just think it's crazy that it'll be crazy for you. Don't text me nonsense stuff. So therefore, you know, with my birthday in January, I'm thinking about it like, mm, maybe I should save my coins so I could properly Anita says, Where's my invite? Do you have bum bum? Because if you don't have bum bum, you're not invited as a joke. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, I think I am. I'm kid, mostly kidding. Um, no, but let me know if you're trying to roll through, man. It's about to be a vibe. It's about to be a. It's about to be an experience. Yeah, it's gonna be an experience. So, if you're trying to be part of the party, let me know. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be a fun time. Um, yeah. That being said, back to the initial question I asked you before I went on this tangents. Um, I wrote a list. Of things I was supposed to do last weekend. And I didn't do it. Like, it was like Sunday at 11 p.m. And I was standing there and I was like, I said I was going to do that, 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 and that. And I didn't do it. So what was I doing with my time? Sleeping. Like a like a jobless person that I have no focus. I was sleeping all my fucking weekend. That's a bad behavior. You know, that's a bad behavior stuff. But um, all in all, I think it was it was good for the soul. It was good. It was restful. Last week was actually pretty shitty. Okay, that's a lie. That's a lie. The end of the week was a lot with work. Um, so I definitely was in a bit of a funky mood. Um, but the other thing I was going to say to people is try not to be... Try not to allow yourself to be overwhelmed with 
like work stuff um, or things, not even just work stuff, but things that are out of your control. Um, because what I noticed was Friday evening, I was in a really bad mood for something that hasn't even happened yet. It hasn't happened. I can't control it, but I was already in a bad mood, right? That's not the way to live. So don't allow external factors like affect how you approach the world or how you live your life because anybody got time for that. Understand me? Um, this week might also be better because I'm really hoping that somebody's going to send money to my account because last week nobody sent money to my account. So, Oluchi, I see your hand. I caught, I join you with faith. I join you in the spirits. We're going to be there. Somebody this week is going to say, hey, you, you know, this is what I don't like. I post picture. I, I post picture on Instagram. I post p- things in my story. People will be like, oh, your beard, you so nobody said where is your account number. Let me send you money. So now on this show, I'm gonna tell you guys. Everybody, bring out your pen, your paper. This number is one eight four nine six dash six six four nine zero. That's my account number. Send the money. Send it. Send it. You are here now. The Holy Spirit might be speaking to you in your heart of heart, saying, "Do something great." Allow yourself to be a blessing. But you people, so when you're sliding into girls, into girls, this, what's this? Oh, I think I said DM. Are you asking for account number? <laughs> First of all, let's say one thing straight. I don't slide into nothing. That's fact. Fact two is if somebody do mistake and slide into my own, for example, you know, me, one of the things I like to do is wash plate. You know, it's very therapeutic for me. The water on my hands. So maybe the soap spilled on the floor. You now slipped and you entered the DM. That one is not my own issue. You understand? You have, you have, my own is that as you have arrived, you know, when I was growing up, my grandpa's house it was a big compound, but there were two gates, right? You didn't always know who was coming from down the street. But when you arrive, it is my job to welcome you as royalty. So the ground will be ready. That being said, you have to pay your way in. So I don't want any ask gates man. You are very right. So I don't want anybody to say something to me this week. Please, I I have intention of posting a picture on Instagram sometime this week. If I post that picture. And you come and tell me some nonsense in my comments like, oh, you look good. Or God forbid, let it be one of those women. You know, those people with a smelly behavior that like to do, um, who's taking care of your beard for you? First of all, I have a whole bucket of beard products. I take care of it myself. If you want to know how I take care of my beard, how my skin stays fresh, put money in my account. You got you people know this when you go to the store. Neutrogena ain't cheap, you know. Raw sugar ain't cheap. Artistry ain't cheap. Uh, what are the other one? Nivea, Nivea is not cheap, you know. Omo is not cheap. If you want anything that I use, Tide is not cheap. So if you think that I'm looking good and you want to help my ministry, put money in what my accounts this week. If you want me to run through the number again, one eight four nine six 
0809-800-6490. God bless you. If you need my full name, I can spell that out too. If you need my number, I accept Zell Cash App. Please understand that this is not a begging situation. This is me advising you under the anointing. You understand? Because it's important that you key into the anointing. You know, as you begin to move, you know, the wind of change is upon you. You are you are bound to do great things. We said the Bible said, go forth and multiply. You know, what the Bible did not clarify for you is it says, go forth and multiply into my account. You know, that's not to say that there's no money there, but under the anointing, you will multiply it. You know, so I've said that. Let's all be focused. Don't lose focus. Don't lose God. You know, you have to do great things. The Lord will be with you all. Blessings and honor to your life this week. Okay? Um, you know, thank you all for being here. Make sure you go on Twitter. Use the hashtag The Rant Show. Let us know you're listening live. Tag The Rant Show. We appreciate it. Uh, for those of you that sent your anonymous questions in through the Curious Cat link, we appreciate you guys. Um, I'm going to share here again. So you can send us the rant show. Uh, we'll share it here. So please send us your links. Um, send us your questions, your dilemma, your thoughts, your suggestions, you know, the guests that you want to see on the show. Um, you know, how much money you want to send to my account. All of that stuff. You know, you can send it through that link. I, you know, just do what you got to do. I can't stop you from being great. So. Thank you all as you obey the calling of the Lord. Got it? Got it. Um, but yeah, you know, a lot has happened since the last time we were here. Um, what's one of the things that happened? Tory Lanes. Tory Lanes came out and said a lot of harsh, you know, a lot of oh, a hot load of horse shit. Because we didn't ask him for that. And let me tell you guys what's paining me, okay? There's a song that I really, really like. And it's not even like Tory Lanez is in the beginning of the song. So you can crop him out. He's in the middle. And not only is he in the middle, he now did so well on the song. Like his verse is probably one of the best on the song. And it's, it's, it's hurting me and my homeboys because I want to remove him. I don't want to hear that. I feel like he needs a timeout. Considering that he's 5-1, he needs to sit with the little kids and behave himself. And I don't care what he had to say on his um I don't care what he had to say on his album. I don't care what he had to say on his Twitter, on his Instagram. In see, in the particular situation he was in, right? Even in the case of public opinion, and I have my feelings about how we treat people, men versus women, when stuff happens in social media. Like in the court of public opinion, you're usually like already condemned and crucified before you can tell your side of the story. We understand that. But in reality, he only had one option. And the option he had was to apologize and just say, I'm sorry. Even if you were, let me even give you guys the one I would have accepted. It's not the best apology, but I'd have accepted if he said, I'm sorry, but maybe you guys don't know the full context, but I'm sorry. 
But to come out and say whatever the hell he said, that's that's just trash. That's trash. So, you know, for someone who out of such a shitty year was having probably a better year than most people with quarantine and and everything, quarantine radio and whatnot, he just he just acted like an idiot. Um, and you know, that sucks. I, I feel for him. I think, you know, I hope that, um, I usually wish that when people make mistakes like this, they bounce back immediately, but I always wonder what publicists and managers are doing because this is when you end your dollar because at this time you're like, bro, we don't fucked up. We're going to take a moment. We're going to rewrite this shit. We're going to apologize. We're going to go kiss some babies feed some, you know, baby goats, some shit like that. Not record a mediocre-ass album and then be shouting all over the place because that's just trash. That's trash. That's nonsense. Don't do it. If you ever make a lot of mistakes, if you ever make a mistake like this, right, just say sorry. Okay, see, look, there's certain mistakes that you can make that you don't have to say anything. Like, for example, if Tori was in a relationship and they caught him cheating, if you didn't say anything, I don't care because that's your relationship. You can do whatever you want. But if you're going to shoot somebody and then you come out and be like, I have something to say respectfully. I've been quiet for too long. Well, I'm sorry, The Hobbit. If you're going to say something, you're going to say it properly. If not, don't say shit. That's just it. So that's all Tori gets for me today. Um, note, don't be like Tori. First of all, don't shoot people. Don't have a gun. Don't shoot people. Then if you shoot someone, don't come out and be like, you know what? Lady B, Lady B. Uh, that's just stupid. That's just that's just dumb. Like, you know, you'd be like, nah, nah, turn down the auto too. And uh, are, are, you, are you a bastard? That's just stupid, you know? Um, don't do that. That's another thing to not do this week. So now this week's episode has two points of ministry. First is put some money in somebody's account. Two is don't be a Tory Lanez. This is word of advice, you know, to you all. Um, another thing that happened yesterday was of Le 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 of Lecon. Um, Lecon, one Big Brother Nigeria. If you don't know who that is, Google him. You're gonna know about him. He's gonna be around for a little bit. Um, it's the first time in a long time that I gave a shit about who won. The last time I cared this much about someone winning was when Bisola was on because Bissola is a friend of mine and I wanted her to win. Um, but Lecon did really well. Um, it is some fuckboy shit in the beginning. It was a little gossipy mouth, but turned it around, turned it around. You know, it's cool. Um, so shout out to Lecon for winning. Apparently he won a grand prize of 85 million Naira, which is going to be paid over the next 12 months. Shout out to Nigeria. Nigeria, big brother Nigeria, you guys think you're smart. Because they like to move like credit card companies. You know how they want to tell you, like, they'd be like, sign up with zero APR. And then you're like, hmm, this is great. And then three months later, they're like, oh, there's a $90 annual fee. Plus, after 30 days, your interest rate is going to go up. They'd be shouting this $85 million, f- conveniently forgot to tell people, oh, it's going to get paid out like a paycheck every 30 days. Disrespectful disrespectful but then again i thought about it 
it actually might be a good thing that they decided to announce it or the, or the news came out that it's going to be over 30 over 12 months because it allows those people that have been looking to come and collect to know that there's not going to be money to collect <laughs> so yeah, just like because i know that some people that are like oh my boy don't want you know let me go and dm him or slide through to his house it's like bruh he ain't got no money yet and when he got it it's not gonna be a lot so don't come um but you know shout out to everyone that went i don't know if we're thinking about it um i think this year the numbers were crazier because everybody's like kind of locked down people in diaspora watched it a lot more because people ain't got shit to do um and the level of fame it's interesting because people go in they have like five thousand followers on twitter they come out with like 100k they come out with five hundred thousand on instagram and like we make stars out of these people over like 60 plus days we're just like you we're gonna make you a superstar because we like the way you lay your wig or do we like we like you the way you wear your wig cap and you you know we like the way you make indomie it's really the dumbest ways that we grade how we make people superstars. But, you know, they come out of the house and all of a sudden, like, they say something and it's trending and this and that. So it's cool to see um, that we have that effect. Somebody did say, you know, every year when this happens, people come out and they say things like, oh, um, they're like, oh, it'd be nice to see if we could all mobilize like this to vote. First of all, shut up. Secondly, that's not the time to say that. Nobody asked you. But in that vein, out of due diligence, go register to vote. If you live in America and you're not registered to vote, please go and vote. I do not want another four years of Trump as president. Please. I'm begging. If that means that I have to return the money that you've already put in my account, I will give it back. But please do not let Donald Trump be the president for another four years. I need one of my two countries to actually have sense for the next four years. Okay? Because right now, home and away, they're all kind of dumb. So I don't, I don't know what to do with myself. So I'm going to need you guys to mobilize, tell your cousins to vote. You know, I wish I could play. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to add... In this part of the show, I'm going to add the clip. I don't know if you guys have seen that video. There's a video of like, it's like, get your booty to the pole. Have you guys seen that video? It's like strippers that are that are twerking. And they're like, the, the tagline is like, get your booty. <laughs> I don't even know why I know this. But I'm going to find it. And I'm going to send it to you guys. Um, but... It's, um, I don't know whose idea it was, but shout out to them because it definitely, yeah, there you go. I found it. <laughs> Here we go. I'm going to send it to you guys so you guys can watch it. Get your booty to the pole. Um, not the, not a pole pole, but like the pole or the poles. Um, you know, people are 
annoyed on Twitter, like, oh, is this what we've stooped so low to that people have to, you know, have half-naked women, you know, shaking their asses for you guys to go vote? Well, God damn it. If this is what's going to take, this is what it's going to take. If it's going to take some half-naked people to get it there, then let's do it. If it's going to take half-naked men to get you to the poll, let's get some men with some, let's get some baby oil in here, some coconut oil, some grease, whatever. We're going to get you guys to the poll. So November 3rd, let's go. And I will say this, 2016, I remember going to vote early in the morning and then I went to work. And when I got back, I remember I was watching it with my roommate and a friend of mine. And I was like, yo, he's not going to win. He's not, he can't win. Like, it's not possible. I'm like, Americans have way too much sense to, to elect a reality star. And then I was like, literally, the, the night progressively went to, oh, oh, shit. Oh, oh, fuck. We're fucked. And <laughs> I remember, <laughs> I remember going to work the next day. I don't know if I told you guys the story before, but the next day, um, at my company at the time, we had like a diversity committee and we used to meet every Tuesday, but the election was on Tuesday. So we moved it to Wednesday. So we go to the meeting on Wednesday morning and, you know, it's a room full of white women, mostly white women, because, you know, whatever, it's a mental health company and people are crying because like to start out, you go around the room and you talk about how you're feeling and what you're bringing to the room. And they're like, I just can't believe it. I can't believe that, you know, that many people voted him in. And I'm just like, mm. so it finally goes around the room and it gets to me. And I'm like, you know what? I understand you guys are upset. So I'm going to give you some perspective that you don't have. Okay. Think about it like this. Saudi Arabia, up until a few years ago, women couldn't drive. Some women couldn't go get, you know, um, higher education. There are countries in the world where women are still considered property. There are child brides all over the world in certain countries. I was like, look, most places, take Africa, for example. We have a revolving door of shitty presidents. We've had all we've known is shitty presidents. You know what? At the max, you guys get eight years. Good roll of the dice, you get four years. Okay? And you just had Obama. It's going to be okay. And all of a sudden, people are like, thanks, Addy. That's great perspective. Because I'm like, ah, look at these mad people. Look at these people. You don't know what's going on with you. It's going to fuck you up. Ah, look at where we are. It's fucked. Um, so, you know, please go vote. Um, I only said that to make them feel better, but I ain't gonna lie to y'all. If this man wins with the Supreme Court that he has, or he's trying to put together with how he's like carefully picking apart our democracy, we will be fucked. So I don't care. Watch that video 200 times. Shake your ass if you need to, but get your booty to the pole. I don't care. If, if you ain't got no ass, borrow it from your friend, you know, share with a partner whatever you got to do, but get your booty to the poll. All right. Thank you. God bless you. And if I find out that you do not vote, ah, if you're in this country and you're eligible to vote and I find out that you didn't vote, I 
will personally make it my one singular mission to fuck you up. If you listen to this show and you don't go vote and you can vote, I don't even care if you don't vote for Joe Biden. Well, actually, if you vote for Trump, I'm going to fuck you up too because that's just stupid. But just vote for anybody but him, you know? And again, don't just look at the top line. Governors, senators, attorney generals, your local councilwoman, councilman, vote. Please, I'm going to be hammering this every Monday till November 2nd. Vote. Okay? Cool. Now that we have established that and I've said that to you all, you know, get it done. The other thing I wanted to tell you guys about today was this reality that is very active and prevalent in this world. And that reality is the fact that and I want you to focus on this. This is profound stuff I'm about to tell you. People ain't shit. That's it. That's the headline. Okay? That's the headline. People ain't shit. And before you allow... This is how I want you to operate going forward. Okay? Before you allow someone to stress you out, hmm? I want you to ask yourself the question. How much money did that person make today? If that person made more money than you, maybe you can let them stress you out. But if you know for a fact that that person didn't make as much money as you, don't let them stress you out because we don't need that. We do not what? We don't need that. So if anybody's trying to move mad, anybody's trying to tell you some shit that's not some shit, check yourself. Check your what yourself. Also, Whenever you see bad behavior in the world, please let people know to get their act right. For example, if your cousin is in the choir and he can't sing and he sucks, like, I'm going to need you to send him a little bit of a love note and be like, hey, bro, I'm going to need you to get off the mic. Like, don't do that. Because I feel like we're allowing a lot of mediocrity to exist in the world. And it's my job to stop that. So I'm going to need you guys to join me on this collective effort to make sure that we make the world a better place. Starting with our little community here on this show. If you find someone who is listening to the show alone, they're doing it wrong. That's not something you should do. If you're not telling your friends to listen to the show, that's just wrong as well. You know, if you're not putting money in my account, I know this is not like the 10th time I've said that, you know, still wrong you know i'm gonna keep hammering in your head it's gonna be conditioning to the point that you get up and you open your own account and what you see is my face and that way you're gonna put your money in my account it's gonna happen i study psychology in school i'm gonna make sure this thing is ingrained in all of your heads by the end of today um but you know that's something else that you got to keep in mind um just don't let people stress you out and you know and i think the the core part before we get into like what today's episode is really about, um, which is self-care. Um, September is Suicide Awareness Month. And, you know, it's important for us to take some time to make sure that we set you guys up to think about this. I know a lot of intelligent people listen to this show. Um, I see it in your conversations. I see it in your interactions. I follow some of you on social media. If I don't follow you, it's probably a reason why. 
probably because you ain't got no ass. And, you know, it's just, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm, it's a joke. I think. Yeah. Mostly sure it's a joke. Um, but, you know, um, somebody said, I would tell your mom, even, you think my dad married someone that ain't got no ass? Like, he, he's a smart man. I'm not gonna, that's just not, that's just not, I'm not afraid. You can tell my mom. Like, she know. You know the funny thing? That's actually funny that somebody said that. I think, I don't know what age it happened, um, but I'm pretty sure that, maybe I was like 23, 22, 23, but there was a switch. And I think part of it is like male privilege as well. But like, you can't report me to my mom or my dad. That's just not a thing. It's just, it doesn't, what's going to happen? They're going to call me and be like, I need you to, I need you to, to focus on this thing. You know, I need you to, let me tell you how, let me tell you what happens. Let me tell you this is when people report me to my dad. What's up, Laulu? Welcome. Yeah. Um, let me tell you what happens when people report me to my parents. My parents call me. My dad would call me and say, hey, um, your aunt said that you didn't call her. Can you please call her? That's how the conversation goes. Or it'd be like, I know I can't tell you to do this, but can you please do this? So if you're going to report me, you know, let me know. Let me tell you guys a very, very funny story about me and my relationship with my mom. Um, there was a girl, a woman that, hey, God, I think she might listen to this show. Anyways, she's married now, so she shouldn't care. Somebody loves her, and that's all that matters. Um, but me and this girl at the time, you know, we had a little thing going. Um, and I was at home at my parents' house, and she and I were on FaceTime. So we're on FaceTime, and I hear my mom, like, walk into the room, but she walked behind me. And, you know, most people, they see their mom, they'll be like, they'll, like, hide their phone or whatever. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. So we're having a conversation, and it, the conversation goes on for, like, another hour. My mom is in the kitchen cooking and everything. And then she, like, stops. And then she, like, when the call ends, she walks over to me, and she's like, that girl not cute. <laughs> She was like, she was like, I hope you're not trying to. <laughs> she was like, I'm just trying to let you know that she not cute. And I was like, wow, you are rude. Now, mind you, she wasn't wrong because, first of all, the girl ain't got no Wait, ass. So that happens. What? That's not rude. She was being honest. She was like, I'm not yeah, gonna have Yeah. The girl the girl ain't got no ass. So that was like criteria one, even though she didn't see her ass. But two, she was like, She's not cute. And it's so funny because every single time I have looked at this girl since that time, I just don't think she's cute. And Laolu, I think I'm gonna get sushi tonight, thanks to you. Um yeah, I have but do I, but the thing, sorry, is, I the thing is like, do I wanna drive? Because I have to drive to go pick There's it up. Uber Eats. Nah, it's too far. The place, my my sushi place is far. Um, what the? F- <laughs> Y'all, you know, <laughs> I got here late. She's so far out. <laughs> Let's just 
I'm crying. Um, so, you know, I've been, I've been telling people today, I'm giving people, um, before you got here, I've been giving people ministerial nuggets under my blessed anointing as a minister of the word. Um, so today's first lesson was put money in my account. Um, that was like, that was like the anointing, you know, number one. Number two was vote. You know, make sure you get out and vote. November 3rd, vote. Um, number three now is don't tell a grown... Don't, first of all, don't tell a grown Yoruba man you're going to report him to his mom. That is literally one of the dumbest things you can do. Because you know what? Somebody... I said some. somebody was like, they're going to tell my mom. I know it's a joke, but my mom is like... My mom and I are like this, you know, like it's almost one of those situations where if you report me to my mom and I did something wrong, she'll probably yell at you first and then she'll come to me and be like, but why'd you do that? You know, so that's just not going to serve you well. You're to a grown man. To a, you know, I like I, I just I just want to know who would like think they could go tell my mom I did some shit. Like what kind of thing? What what kind of thing? How many people on this show has anybody ever gone to report them to their parent? Because like, I would love to experience what that is. What did they tell your parent you did? Oh, they told. Did they tell them you're an alcoholic? Because you kind of are, Loki. But yeah, actually, my I learned from. <laughs> but anyway, I've actually like had multiple experiences. Like since I was since I was a kid, I was being like. Oh, your daughter didn't like say hi to me properly. Your daughter was born in Facebook. No, see, I get that one. As I got older, like I remember very well the very last time my mom actually brought that to me. My dad would be the one to be like, Hey, well, this person said something about you. This is how you're not gonna get a husband. And one time somebody was like, Oh, your daughter did your daughter rolled her eyes oh? at me. I was like, Yeah, they said your daughter rolled her eyes at me. My mom said, I don't even think she saw you. <laughs> and that was <laughs> I was that I was remember so well. I had just moved out of the house and I came back home just like for holidays. And the person was like, "You know your daughter? She came back and then she's just she's just rolling her eyes at me." My mom was like, "I don't think she saw you." First of all, and that, that was the day that, I knew. That like, is like your mom is a G because that's just like some shit my mom would say. My mom would be like, "He doesn't like bro, people like that." <laughs> Like grown people, you gonna be reporting to yeah. parents? Are you like, first of all? <laughs> second thing is your nails look cute. Did you just get them done? No. Oh, they look cute. It's a nice color. Um, know. you did it yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're doing, but I'm gonna assume that you're okay. Um, are you having an allergic reaction to your sushi or something like what's? <laughs> you're mad. Um, but. So Anita said they took a picture of me at the club shaking my ass. Ain't that some shit? Because the least they could have done is record a video. Like, why take a picture? Like, you could have encapsulated that moment and, like, been great. That's just dumb. Like, a picture doesn't do you service. Um, Nah, but you can't. My friend's mom hit my dad up about a post I made on Instagram. And my dad oh, called me to the that. side and asked me to block her because what's that? <laughs> no, your dad's energy. I love What a G. 
What AG? Anita's mom said, my mom said at your age, what are you doing at the club? How old were you? Were you not like of age or my ex sent a video of me twerking? Ooh, I had that one before, but it wasn't my mom. Like I was in an event and the, a, a, a woman that I was talking to, not even dating, her mom went and no, the girl, oh, why did I say her mom? Her friend saw me talking to another woman like the like a friend of mine this is nigeria in december you know how like you see people from twitter from everywhere you're like oh hey what's up we're standing in front of each other and she records a video of me and sends it to that girl so that girl's gonna be like oh i heard you at palm wine festival and you know you were talking to this girl and i was like you know what this is how you know that you have stupid friends because let me give you an example just random example right Let's use, let's say, Adrena, I, I end up in your city, right? And your friend happens to listen to the show as well, and they see me. What kind of friend do you have if the friend's first instinct is to record me and send it to you instead of walking over to me and be like, oh, my God, nice to meet you. I've heard so much about you. The point I'm trying to make is if your friend does that, you and your friend are bastards. And nobody has told you before, but I am here to deliver the message to you Wait, today. Has you met that friend before? I don't give two bloody fuckity fucks. If yeah, I've never, even like, like if you have, like, don't, if, if that's the case, then you don't have to record me. Like, right. why would you, it's like, imagine like you've posted, let's say, who's a good example now I can say, you have this friend, this girlfriend of yours, I can't remember her name right now, but I think you guys went to school together. She came like earlier this year and you guys... This stuff. Imagine if I oh, saw yeah. her. Imagine if I happened to be yeah. and I saw her, and I was like, I was like, Nah. Lao Lu, guess who I just? Are you a? Are you a idiot? Are you mad? That's what like kind of, wow. What kind wow, of wow, wow. stupid behavior is that? That's you madness. Know? That is madness. You wouldn't even say. They don't even say stuff. They, they wouldn't even send the video and be like, Yo, I saw this guy, and you're right. His beard is really nice. That kind, of, that kind of stuff that you do, you know, but you want to be out here acting like it, like it does, like it's stupid. That's just, don't do such behavior. Let me, don't let me add, should I add that? Let me add that to the ministry. Today, put money in my account. Number two, vote. Number three, don't let people stress you out. Number four, right. don't allow yourself to have friends that are idiots. That's, is a reflection of you. You know, is a what? Is a reflection of your person. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not the worst about... part about that, though, is that she actually came back to you with that information. I think that's the part that is actually that's, like, that's, are you mad? That's... that's the part that's bothering me. It's not so much that the reported. I mean, that's their madness. <laughs> but like, they came back and were like, yeah, well, my friend said this. What were you doing there? That I don't even understand how you like. Yeah, that's like, like, ima- I can't imagine now somebody records a video of my friend or someone I'm talking to. And then I'm like. Hey, and then you go so, back to the person, yeah. So I just wanted to run this by you. Like they said, they saw you getting boba tea, and like what? I thought it was weird. Like, don't you do were that. breathing? How dare you <laughs> breathe without me? Why would you do that? Like it's really wild because then it's like you got trust issues. Sort out your trust issues with your therapist. Don't bring that to me. Your boss just make like, me don't, like don't you know my it. business. Don't do that. 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 <laughs> We don't, we don't need you in my business. Don't do that. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, all things considered, um, 
the other thing that I wanted to to cover with you guys is there has been a wave of people. One thing I noticed this summer is I've never I didn't get in the pool. I haven't gotten in water yet. That is sad. That is really sad. Like like natural and pool. Like not no, I mean Did you go to the water? I was in the WAP because that was like but not like a you asked natural or otherwise, and I'm like You set yourself up for that one. Like I can't help you. Nah, you uh, set yourself up. <laughs> no, not even. See, you be out here talking about, oh, my mind is dirty, this, that, and third, and then this is what you say. You don't even you know, know what I'm talking about. It you can deliver them. It could be I'm trying to find it's mm-hmm. not nothing mm-hmm. nothing clean mm-hmm. is coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't gotten into a pool and that's that's just wrong. That's really sad. That's just that's just wrong. I need to do that because it's starting to get cold, and I don't support. You live that. in San Francisco; it's always cold. I don't live in San Francisco. One, I live close to San Francisco, but I get enough heat, enough of a regular balance at night, though, because I live close to the water. It gets a lot colder, so that's what's happening. Um, well, but you know, get a sugar mama to fly you out. So, hey. You know, that those of mean. you, you can't report me to my mom, but maybe you can report me to your mom. So if you're out there, <laughs> oh God! If you're out there, you if, you're, if you are having an auntie that's looking for someone that can give her high blood pressure, but also orgasms on the side, hit me up. You know, let's talk about it. It's a conversation. I don't know why Adrian is making that face. It's a discussion. You know, um, so just let me know. <laughs> you're nasty. I, I'm just kidding. But are you? Really you're not. nasty. I'm really not. Um, the other get thing I was gonna say, though, get that head, then leave. Then, then leave. Then just I will. I, I'm actually good at that too. I'm good at the leaving part. Like some people don't know how to do it, but I'm pretty good at it. So. <laughs> If toxic masculinity is really jumping into and exposing itself today. You need to, oh God. you need to like preface this first episode of all, with like, yo. first of all, I think I'm gonna let y'all know right now that I'm not apologizing for anything I said. Um, so if you're, you um, damn it, Laulu made me forget what I was gonna say. I was gonna tell you guys that, um, oh shit. I had it. I still have it. It's You're like lingering. Up the lie or... First of all, I never the rants, the ranters all over the world. I never tell them lies ever. Oh, so I you're might, still a virgin. I might. So I'm still a virgin. Yes. Have you ever seen me in sexual activity before? Answer that question, Laulu. Come on, answer. That's not something I want to see. So exactly. I so my eyes. if you ain't I seen it, away from that scene, if you ain't so, seen it before. But... Then you but can't you know, you're in the streets, and we know where we know we know. We if know you we if you ain't if you ain't seen me in the trap, we just we just need some haven't. visual. We just need visual evidence. I That's mean, we can you there. you it's need visual, high. audio, spiritual, emotional evidence because as of right now, you ain't got nothing. So you know, we just out here living um, our, you know, that ain't never gonna happen. Non corrupted so. mind. You know, oh, living. Okay. We're trying to live a whole. I'm a, I'm a wholesome 
black man. Do you hear how high your voice went on that wholesome? Wholesome. 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 That's because you're lying. Wholesome. Mm-hmm. Fair. Wow. <laughs> wow. Anita said a wholesome. <laughs> I love You know what? I'm going to use that. That is funny. You motherfucker. I'll let you that at first. You know what? You motherfucker. I am going to this, use that. This shit wholesome. right here is Yo. Fuck y'all. That's just, not to be... That is just disrespectful to a black wow, man I like me. Like who has like never that. done I've never done anything to offend anyone. I in this really world. like that. Um you're a wholesomely wholesome person. I'm <sighs> just I just mind my business. I need I that on the sweatshirt. I don't look for, I don't look for trouble. Um mm. would, would I put that on the sweatshirt? Nah. You should. Nah. Wholesomely it sounds like something I would wear, but it you know, like something you would wear. I just I just you know, I don't need that. Like a tiger oh, yeah. doesn't a tiger doesn't tell you he's a tiger. It's like you just know it's a tiger. Huh? Do you see a lion and you're like, you might be a you might be a cat. No, you know it's a lion. You know? So that's Do so you see a hoe and he tells you oh, okay. I didn't so you say that. You just know you see a wholesome man. Whole yeah, no, like whole foods. No. Mm. Mm. Yeah, you uh, can be wholesomely a hoe. That's fine. Then that's not a, a that's not a hoe. Because if you do if you do a, if you do the division, you do wholesome, then you the whole cross each other out, then you're left with whole. I need a some of you were talking about Wow. Oluji, this is some shit. I never knew you could be like this. This is this is ridiculous. All she be saying nice things to me on Instagram. She be encouraging me. Now she out here trying to drag me. This is disrespectful. That's what a real friend does. You know, she'll tell you the truth. This is some ghetto shit right here. Um, but it's okay. It's okay. Um, the other thing I was gonna say, uh, I have, you know, next month is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Um, and every year we try to get a breast cancer awareness episode. So this year it's going to be on the last day, last Monday of, um, October. Um, and with that being said, um, if you know anyone in your personal circles, professional circle on social media who has, you know, is a survivor of, or going through and willing to have the conversation um, around the topic, please let me know uh, or let one of us know. Um, I think anyone that's been here long enough or listened to the show long enough knows that those types of episodes are very powerful because people get, um, you know, people get the opportunity. Shout out, Anita. Let us know who that is, please. Um, Thank you, Anita. You know, People hear from people that look like them um, or, you know, in similar stages of their lives um, about the importance of some of the, some of these things. And I'll give you guys one particular reason why I will never stop having today's episode and other kinds of episodes like this is a few years ago, we had a breast cancer awareness episode where we had Tiffany Peak on the show. 
And you guys can look her up and, f- and see who she is on Instagram. But she's a survivor, and she had a double mastectomy. Mis- um, um, and somebody checked, like, literally after that episode, that day, checked. she checked her breast and found a lump. And went to the doctor and found out that she had early stage breast cancer from that episode. Um of course, she's fine now, and she's definitely gotten a lot of help and treatment and whatnot, but it was caught early, um, and it came from what we thought was, you know, I'd always thought about, you know, when I created this show, to have those conversations about depression, suicide, you know, ideation, all that kind of stuff, but I never thought it would have that kind of impact on anyone, so um, it was definitely a great and tangible reminder to have these types of conversations, so... If you know anyone, particularly, I'm also looking for a man in this conversation because I think mm-hmm. that's a demographic that we've kind of ignored for a few years because, you know, like I said, it is breast cancer and it significantly affects women. But one area that people don't focus on is it affects a lot of men as well. Um, mm-hmm. And it'd be great to talk about that. And we, I think we might actually expand that topic that day to cover different types of cancer, um, taking into account chadwick's situation um recently as well as some other people that i know have had lost an uncle to prostate cancer um and things like that so it'd be good to have a broader conversation with people who have been through things and might i also bring a doctor into the situation thinking about that um so like anita did please let me know anita please send me a dm with the person's name um or if you need to do an intro conversation to see if it's something to be open to please let me know. Um, but more than happy to bring them on board. Um, now with today's conversation, I think this is one that's like very personal to me. Um, particularly because it's something that we don't talk about a lot for various reasons. Um, and September is suicide awareness month. Um, and there's a long list of people, um, that we can think of, um, if you want to think about, you know, people in the spotlight, if you want to think about people in smaller circles, I'm pretty sure you've been on Instagram or on Twitter and seen a tweet about some young person who took their life and nobody knew something was going on. Um, you know, suicide out ideation is something that a lot of people go through. Um, it's a lot of, a lot of people are dealing with suicidal thoughts, feelings, um, you know, orienting themselves around the idea um, for whatever reason. For people, it's very different. You know, I know someone personally who was considering um, taking her life because she was raped. I know someone who was considering taking his life because he lost his mom. Um, People have different reasons and different things that contribute to that. Um, So specifically on this particular episode, um, we wanted to obviously name it. Um, for folks, it could be folks on this call or people that are listening later. It could be your friend that you forward this episode to later. Um, oftentimes people, we act like it's this thing that's not there, but it is there. And it's like actively there. Um, it affects people. It comes in waves, obviously, you know, some people it's tied to their depression and there's some people, they don't even feel like they're depressed. They just don't want to be here. Um, and, you know, if you're vigilant and you keep an eye out uh, on social media um, 
for example, people will look at, you know, um, people will look at certain tweets or certain things that people say and you see them and you'd be like, I've seen people just off the cuff be like, I don't even want to be here anymore. Um, and you'd be like, you know, some people would be like, oh, no, that's not a thing or it's not that deep or the person is joking. But like, it doesn't have to be that day. And people don't just start the idea that day. For some people, it's months and days, days and months of orienting themselves to the idea, is planning for it, is thinking through it, is organizing themselves and getting ready to do it. So it's important to be vigilant and to have those conversations with people. But I wanted to start off by asking, um, let's ask Laulu here because she's here now. Um, do you have anyone that has ever been in this type of situation that you've ever shared this, you know, has ever shared with you that they've thought about, you know, taking their own life or someone that you were close to that you lost, um, in that kind of situation? Um, for me, pers- this is a really personal talk for me because it's something that I also dealt with personally myself. Um, so that's one. And then there are, I do know people who have family members who are like really, really just like on the surface doing very, very well. Um, like we all thought, you know, everything looks dandy and glam and all of that. And then uh, we just, it just happened. And then we, and then there are also people that there's someone that I know, well, a story that I know I'm very familiar with this lady, it was through um, post uh, postnatal uh, depression. Mm. It's like when you give birth to a kid and you just yeah. don't feel connected it and all that like all that it's it's a whole thing it's not even just connection to the kid but you just it's a whole uh depression that people don't even talk about at all and it's coming more and more to the limelight now and there was a case very recently that i was um i was pretty familiar with the with a person um and we all didn't know like on the surface again like everything looks like oh new baby and everyone's so focused on like oh my god this new bundle of everything and whatever whatever and then Mm. we just got a phone call that was like yeah she took her own life there was a letter and she was just like and in the letter she was very and she told and she actually made sure in the letter that she said that please share this note with anyone and everyone whom it might be helpful to it's just i can't be the one to do it where she was just like she didn't feel like herself anymore. And I think that's the biggest thing about suicide is that when people think of like, I I think the way that it's portrayed in like media, what was, now they're beginning to do more work on it. It's like one, oh, there's this like depiction of like the person just walks around with like, they're just, they just look so sad all the time. And like, you can just tell like, oh my gosh, something is happening. But a lot of the times, a lot of suicidal people are very highly functional people. And it's just, we don't discuss it. I mean, like the number two leading cause of black men's death in the country, in this country is through suicide. And that's something that we don't talk about at all. Like for a lot of young people as well, there's this massive, massive pressure. Like at least in my school, when I went to, when, when I was in college, every single year, there was at least someone who committed suicide and we would all get the email that, oh, this person committed mm-hmm. suicide. And then everybody would go through the motion, like, oh my gosh, like he was just so great. He, or she was just so happy. Like he had this internship lined up. Like everybody would do the same things that like the person was doing. But at the end, like we don't talk about the things that we, everyone goes through in terms of 
like we're always changing. There are always expectations that people have of us and that we have of each other, of ourselves. Right. And we don't talk about that a lot. We don't talk about that at all. We don't, it's not something, especially in our community. I mean, as a Nigerian, we don't talk about mental health at all. There's this notion of pray about it. Um, like pray about <laughs> it, pray it out or things like that. And yeah. no, um, there's also like, this whole thing of like, oh, how dare you be sad? You know, you're doing so well in life. You have th- this going on for you. You you're getting paid. You 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 have this that, and that. Like you have loving parents. Like people will try to explain sadness. They'll try to explain it out of you. And then there's the there's just like the suicide where you just don't even know why you because mm-hmm. you haven't even processed why you feel the way you do. Like there's just a disconnect between. It's like. The best way that my therapist explained it was like, the, you're living in the world, but it feels like it feels like the world is moving and you're not moving. Mm. But like, you, it's like you're seeing yourself from like the outside. Like you're standing here and you just see like a version of you just like moving with the world, but you can't catch up to it. Yeah. And you don't know why that's happening. And because a lot of times we just don't, we don't talk about anything and when you talk and I think that's why it's so important like I'm always talking about like therapy like and everyone thinks like oh you know I say it lighthearted I say it very heavy-hearted like all the time because sometimes like it really takes talking to someone who doesn't have a stake in your life to really get a true perspective of what's happening yeah. because they have no emotional connection to you they have nothing they have no connection to you whatsoever so you can really honestly just like talk and then get to that point and I think that's been the biggest one like the most recent one that happened was actually like he was very open with sharing it and I actually asked him before the show if I could just like share it and he was like yeah um it was one of my friends and his cousin just like committed suicide but the the issue here with the bigger issue is like everyone he's he was in Oxford he got his second PhD um he was named like one of the top like research researchers on Oxford, like researching some like neurology situation. Um, extremely, extremely successful. It, like when you call people like gifted, like gifted, but there were moments where we all like we all knew and we're very aware of it. Like he would just disappear. Like we just would not know what's going on in his life or anything like that. And then he would just like come back, like boom, boom, boom. Hey everyone, you know, what's good, what's happening? Everybody was like, oh, he's just an introvert. You know, he's just mm-hmm. antisocial. You know, he's doing all these great things. He has this amazing girlfriend, like this, that, and the third. And I have to say, like, people, they didn't really have a conversation with him yeah. about, hey, like, are you good? Like, what's happening? And I think a lot of times we also have very superficial conversations where no one wants to really, because we're not, sometimes we don't feel equipped to have conversations like that because we think oh my gosh this is such a heavy topic like i don't want you to be telling me like negative things that you're going through like okay so i'm just gonna keep you to how are you i'm fine type situation which is why for me like i don't i I don't do like surface level conversations because i'm just like they're kind of pointless and a waste of time um and there is no necessary like an oh i have to be equipped to have this conversation it's just sometimes what people just need it's just someone to just listen. That's not going to try to fix it. They just need to just listen. And I think a lot of the times we tend to feel like, oh, if I can't fix it, then I, I shouldn't be listening. Right. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this person is saying like, like for example, 
um, a lot of people, a lot of LGBT, it's also something that's very common in the LGBTQ community. And people would just be like, well, I can't relate to that as a heterosexual person. So I'm not going to really ask you how you're doing because I can't relate to it. But a lot of times people just need somebody who's just an ear to just listen. And a lot of the things that that go on in mental health, like when we, ha everybody has mental health, you know, off days and on days, mental health issues, it's just like physical health. And a lot of the times it's just, it's something that you will understand. You might not be able to relate to it completely, but on the very surface level of empathy, you can understand if you have common sense. Like, okay, someone is getting bullied. I don't need to be, I don't need to, be there with you or to be you to understand what it feels like for you to not be accepted in a place that you want to be accepted in right and i i can't fix it but if you need an ear to listen i'll be here to listen if you need anything i'll be here in terms of what i can do like i'll always be here. and a lot of times we just tend to feel like oh I, I i don't come from your world like i don't know what you're doing so i'm just not going to want to have a deeper level of conversation with you because a lot of times we tend to just like we tend to listen to respond and not really listen to be there for people. Right. Um, and that's just, uh, it, it really is. <laughs> I think, I think, I think you said something that I was like very profound and I want to echo for people on the show and just in general is the hesitation that comes from, you know how like people give advice and they're like, but that's just me. Mm, mm. You know, and I think that same logic is, you know, can be applied here where people feel the burden of like the situation the person is in and don't necessarily want to be responsible for the outcome. So they're like, mm -hmm. I'm not going to say anything. Or if I do say something, I'm just going to keep it very light and, you know, let's pray about it. And, you know, da, da, da. and sometimes it. it's like it's important to understand that it just really life just really sucks for some people yeah. and it's not about helping turn their life around per se, but helping them see the light in that particular moment. Mm -hmm. And if it's only that moment, if it's only the night that it takes until they get the help that they need, like you do your bit in that time. And I also mm -hmm. think that pray about it is a very hilarious um, suggestion, particularly because I can speak on, I think I can speak on this now because I don't think my mom is going to listen to this episode. But um, uh, now I said that now, what should be the one that she goes and listens to? Um, but a few years ago, we are having a conversation about this topic and my mom used to be like, nah, like pray about it, God will be there for you. Da, da. And then she comes out and tells us a story about how when she was 15 and she wanted to take her own life. And I'm like, are you kidding? Like, you know exactly what this thing feels like and you're talking about pray about it. And she was like, yeah, but that's my job as your, as your parent to give you hope. I'm like, hope is to validate the person and let them know that they're feeling, you know, what they're feeling is not unique and they're not crazy. It's not mm -hmm. to be like, Jesus going to come down and save you. Yeah, he might come down and save you, but for a lot of people, they don't know how that's going to happen. Um, it's a certain way of work. Yeah, so I was like, stop that. Um, but I think it goes for a lot of people as well. It's like, you're not expected to be a therapist. You're not expected to be a savior. You're just expected to be there. And oftentimes you are that one piece that that person needs in that time. Um, 
And I also just think like people always sometimes are worried about being the burden. Like if they put themselves in the situation, that person will always come for them. And if the day they're not available, what's going to happen? Well, it's like Mm. if you don't make yourself available at all, that next day might never happen. So Mm. it's important that you're there as much as you can. Um, And just sometimes it's just listening. Like it was to what you said earlier where people listen to respond. I literally have had calls with my friends I've had some of the most difficult calls with some of my friends in my last five years of my life. I've had calls where people, excuse me, I've had calls where friends have called me and been like, I was just raped. I'm like, could you call the police? And she's like, no, I don't want to call the police. And I'm losing my mind from like across the world. I'm thinking, what the fuck? Like, do I need to call them for it? But it's like, I can't insert myself in that. It's not my place. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. and I've had calls with people where they're like, I've, "I want to do this. I feel like taking taking my life." Of course, like my mental health background, like the questions that you ask, like, um, you know, do you have a plan? Have you have you thought about it? Like, how deeply have you thought about it? Just so you give people um, the understanding that you're you care about them, and you're, you know, you're not you're trying to actively know in that moment if the person has an active plan to do something. Um, and if they do, then, you know, the next step is to obviously get help, get professional help, get the police, whatever. Um, but if they're not, maybe it's just like they're thinking about it or they're orienting themselves to the idea, asking those questions and just being there. I've had calls where I just sit there on the phone and then it's the same person that will not ask you like, are you still there? And I'm like, yep, just listening. Like, cause that's all sometimes all people need. And you just, you know, give them that space and give them the opportunity to not necessarily vent, but like talk through those thoughts in their head and you can interject and be the one who's in the in the place where you're poking holes in the idea like you can't say nobody loves you and you then you proceed to show them how people love them versus like oh yeah that's real crazy god forbid you have a that's really crazy friend when your life is on the line um because i told you last week if if you tell somebody something and they tell you that's crazy cut them off If that's their final response, <laughs> that's crazy, cut that person off. Yeah. And I think you mentioned like a really important thing, which I don't think a lot of people even know about, like the questions to ask um, mm-hmm. when you get that, when you get that message or that phone call, like those questions are there. In most, in some cases, they're literally the questions that will lead to either the person making their life or not. Because you're that you're you're most likely the last person that they're talking to at that point. Yeah. Um, and asking the right questions, and I mean, these are questions you can find online. Like they're very easy to access. Those questions are very very key. And I think um, when it comes to when it comes to suicide prevention, it's also very, I think, very important to because a lot of it's very important for you to not you said it to not insert yourself. Yeah. Because a lot of people are like, oh, my God, I feel so bad. Was it something that I did? Like, was it something that I could have done not even, better? Not even just that. People are like, how can you say you want to, like, somebody. Exactly. Like, imagine somebody like, say, say to you on the phone, nobody loves me, and you love that person. And you're like, how can you say I don't love you when I'm here? And it's like, it's when not I'm about here. you. Exactly. It's, it's, not, not like, it's not about you. Don't make it about you. Don't make it about yourself. Like, And it is probably the most humble space to be in because you can't see what that person is seeing. That mm-hmm. makes them feel that way. And the best way I like to describe it for someone, for people in like layman's terms, is think about body dysmorphia, right? Think about like when some of your friends tell you, you know, oh my God, 
girl, you're the one who's killing it. Like, look at you on Instagram mm-hmm. slaying, da 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 da. And you, in your mind, you're like, no, I'm not. That's just packaging. That's just angles. That's just mm-hmm. filter. That thing, that way you're thinking about it. Now think about someone ratcheting that up like a hundred percent, and that's how they think most of the time, and that's how they see themselves. So telling that person that, oh, you know. Why would you say that? Like, I've literally seen people get upset because people are, like, going going through those thoughts. Yeah. And I'm like, how does that help? That's not even helping. Not um, helping at all. But, you know, I think it's, for me, why this is important as, like, awareness and prevention is, like, the more people are aware of it or aware of the signs and how to respond, it allows mm-hmm. them to be better and be present in those situations with their friends, their family, you know, mm-hmm. people want, like I honestly, I have no shame when it comes to this. If you post something like that on my timeline, I'm sliding your DMs. And I'm like, are you good? Like, are you OK? Do you need to talk to someone? Because I'd be fucking damned if something were to happen. And then later I'm like, ah, I could have mm-hmm. said something. Oh, I, I thought that. that yeah. But I didn't I didn't know if they meant it. Hell, if I said it and you're like, no, I was just kidding. I'm like, all right. You're stupid for kidding. About I'll have that, a conversation but, with you about why you but, are joking about. That. But, you know, like, but like. You never know. You slide into people's DMs and it's real. Like, I, this happened last year to someone and I said, and I think Anita wants to say something. So, Anita, if you can go ahead and unmute yourself. Um, we had a, we had a conversation. This girl tweeted something and I slid into her DMs and she was like, you know, it's just hard. I just don't know how to see anything right now. She has like three young siblings and her dad had just passed. Her mom was carrying the whole family. They were asking her to go live with her uncle who had been sexually suggestive to her before. And she was just like, I don't even want to be here, but now I'm worried about my mom and, you know, my, my young siblings and what am I going to do? And I was just like, this shit is wild. And she's like in her early twenties. And because of the reality she lives in, her mom suggested that she get married. So she married a family that could, give them money they could have a wedding so they would use the money to potentially like spread her kids like spend on her family or share the kids into the the her extended family that she's married into so they could go live with them that is oh, someone's wow. active reality so imagine if you just like anything is like the first time i saw it to be honest with you guys i didn't i didn't pick up on it fast enough but then like a few days in a row I was like, hmm, this theme is, like, reoccurring. So I actually searched her handle and that those types of tweets, and there were a bunch of them going back months. So I'm, like, thinking to myself, like, when I found it, she could have been much closer than when she first started, and, like, people would just be ignoring it. Thanks to, thank you know, thanks to God, things have turned around for her and her family, but, like, it definitely was, like, you know, scary. Um, and I think like, you know, it's even scarier to be, you know, in that kind of conversation, but not saying anything sucks. Like the guilt, I always tell people this. I said, I hope you guys know this. And this is my fifth anointing message to you today is there's only thing worse than failure in this life. And it is regret. Mm. I don't care how many times. You try something, you say something, you know. But let me tell you guys this. When you're talking to yourself, you forgive yourself for failing at something mm-hmm. hard, like faster than you forgive yourself for not doing something. 
right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'll give you an example that most people can relate to. It's like expressing love, right? And you're like, ah, I'm going to express myself to this person. And I express myself and they don't feel the same way. Uh, that sucks. Let's say, they end up, let's say they end up marrying somebody else, right? You're like, eh, well, at least I said it. It sucks. My ego exactly. is bruised. But like, imagine if like, did I end up with someone that you, for whatever reason, which is a stupid reason as well, you don't think maybe you're better than the person and you're like, damn, I could have said something, but I never said anything. Or they come back to you and they're like, yo, you know, I was really feeling you. Ah, Jesus Christ. And then you're just like, oh, well, why did you, why? And then it just becomes a battle. Why did you say something? But that's very, even like, even past like the idea of love. It's like, sometimes like when you don't do something, I, I always say like, if you don't do, if you, something comes to you, it's that moment for you to do it. And if you, you don't do it it's going to go to someone else like that potential that moment yeah. it's going to go to someone else. it's a it has a purpose to it and that purpose will definitely move on to some to someone else to be to be fulfilled through someone else so yeah do what do what you want to do say it get out um, there speak on it say what you want uh, don't do anything foolish uh, that uh, one yeah, you shouldn't I mean, do obviously. um but if it's something that you're just like yo i've been thinking about doing this for a while or whatever do it you're and like don't and I mean, just like going back to um, the, the conversation about like suicide prevention, it's like you mentioned you just like you 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 kind of like you you drip dropped around it. it. Was this idea of guilt and people are just like, oh well, aren't you gonna feel bad about like the people that you're leaving behind? You know, it sounds like when people are suicidal, they already feel guilty and they're like, you know what, people yep. will move on. Yeah, people will move on. So don't try to guilt trip someone. I always say this, even like besides suicide first, don't try to guilt trip anyone to doing something. It never works. Yeah. Delivery is very important. The way you deliver your messages is very important. Um, and if you just think, oh, I'm not the person that's equipped for this. Also, another, if you think you're not the equipped person for this, get help, but get help in a, in a way that makes sense. Yeah. Like I've seen this so many times with a lot of I would say Africans are just like generalized with a lot of West African families where they'll notice that somebody's suicidal <laughs> and then they'll go, they'll tell someone that's not helpful at all, who just like takes everything, blows it up, makes this person feel even worse than they already let feel me go, now. Let me go tell your pastor. Let me go tell your pastor. Let me go call your mom. The pastor is trash. And then, and then your the mom is like, is, why did you think that? Why did you want to do that? Like, you just, like, take it and just blow it away. You need to be very, 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 very conscious of the decisions that you make. And think about it. Think about it twice. Think about it three times. But be active. Be quick. But also make sense. Don't, don't, just, don't just spread people's business in the streets. And I think that's very, very key. Because you'll think, oh, they're not going to know. No, they know. They know. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, but I wanted to bring in Anita. Anita, you wanted to say something. If I could. Yeah, sorry. I was going to say, um, just to piggyback up what, uh, um, forgive me, Lalu. 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 <laughs> okay, just to piggyback up what she said, um, I had a friend that was actually, everyone saw her as like the strong one, you know. That's also me as well. Like, I like to present myself in a way where whenever you think about me, it's not anything weak related to my name or anything at all. So basically, we had this friend that was basically always there for everybody and just randomly disappeared and then came back, you know, and she was like, oh, I just had to take a break, blah, blah, blah. And then 
just randomly I got a feeling just to call her and literally on like FaceTiming her, she was about to like on at, at the verge of killing herself. So it was just that my phone call that saved her. And now she does like talks here, like around Ontario, by the way, I'm from Canada. Um, she has talks around Ontario, like suicide prevention and how it's so important to like check up on your friends, even if it's just a simple, hey, hello, how are you doing? Yeah. You know, how like different that makes, like how, like the difference it makes in someone's life. So I was going to say like, how people like the strongest people in your life are always the weakest one and um they just i i posted it sorry i'm just like i'm i get nervous when i'm talking to new people <laughs> um, it's okay it's always like the strongest people that you have to check up on because like they know what it feels like to be sad and they're trying to avoid you feeling that way so they do whatever they can or whatever is in their power to make you feel better so you don't feel exactly what they're feeling. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that. And you know, props to you for definitely making and taking the you know, the step to reach out to your friend. I think for a lot of people, um we <laughs> like ninety percent of caring for people is actually in doing. I think a lot of times we people are good people and they think of things in their head, but they don't actually do it. Um, mm. And, you know, it really, really sucks. And I will, I actually share with, share this with you guys. This is not like a suicide per se. Um, but when I was in high school, um, I started a new school. I lost my bunk mate. Um, and um, I remember he had malaria. And this is in Nigeria, obviously, for those that don't know. And he was sick for, like, a few days. But he was, like, trying to, like, hide it. He was, like, it was good. It was good. And it was he was getting progressively worse. And mind you, my school, the way it works is, like, or it worked, I should say. It was if you were sick, you went to the sick bay. Um, but, like, they would mark attendance in class. And if they couldn't find you, they were, like, where, where were you? So we would always, like, we're, like, oh, yeah, he's in the hostel. He's, like you know, he's sick, he's taking care of himself. So teachers would like leave him alone. So it got really bad. Probably was like a week, right? And for some people, you're not thinking a week is going to be a long time. Um, but I remember he got picked up, taken home. He was like really sick. So by the time his parents heard, like, and it's a boarding school, you're there for three months straight. Some people, their parents never call to find out how they're doing. Some people, they come and visit. We had visiting day. It was like the first Saturday of every month. And when his family finally found out he was sick, they came, um, they instructed the school, the school sent the school bus and took him home. And they came and picked him up on a Sunday. And on Tuesday morning at assembly, we found out he had died. And I was 11 and a half, maybe, um, 12, um, and I remember I oftentimes think about what would have happened if I spoken half a day earlier. Um, and, you know, so when I tell people that I live a lot of my life with the, like, with the idea and the, and the, the motto that failure just, if I had told the principal and they didn't take him, 
that would be their fault, right? Um, but like we just kept thinking, oh, he'd be fine, he'd be fine. And I've translated that to everything else in my life. Like, just do your bit when the buck comes to you, because um, you never know. You never know if I don't know if a day earlier. He, you know, he started taking antibiotics or whatever. He would have turned around. Even if he just started drinking more water. I don't freaking know. Um, but for many years, I think it was, that's 18 years ago now, at least. And, like, it's been actively in my head. Um, so, in any situation, like, you know, it's a mixture of everything that Alalu and Anita have said. And even Adrina in the, in the chat is, like, just do do the part you can, but also the ones who seem like they're trying to be strong are usually the ones who it is ridiculously exhausting to put up a front for people. And you can imagine how tired people are when they get back home. Like it makes them even more tired. Like and one thing Lao Lu said earlier that like that's that is very, very true is they have to put on this facade to move the focus away from them. But when they get deep into those stages of feeling worthless or whatever, you know what they do? They look at their self, their self, their feeling and the perception people have. And there's such a ridiculous gap between those two people that it even exacerbates the problem. So the person who is now trying to be cool for school has now made it such that they don't, they don't even know who this other person is in front of them. Um, so there's no way to even tap into that person and be like, oh, there's some of me here. So it's important that where that bridge, where that stop gap in between, you know, connecting people, sometimes it's just sending. Um, and I think the rant show is going to share this as well in the, in the chat and on Twitter. Um, sometimes it's just sending the numbers to the suicide hotline. Sometimes it's, you know, you've listened to the person talk. Hey, here's this. Here's their at line on Twitter. Um, here's a crisis text um, line, or just text them and and they would respond. They have 24 hour service. Um, most cities have like a local, you know, uh, place. There's also the National Alliance on Mental Health um, or Mental Illness that like always responds. Um, just doing the little bit that you can um, goes a really really long way, and I think. Also understanding that it affects, it affects even the coolest people. The people that you think are the ones that, like, have it going for them. Lalu was talking about um, her friend's friend. And I actually lost a cousin a few years ago, 2007, I believe. Um, gifted engineering brain went to the, to the United Kingdom. Um, and he had, But he had lost his dad a few years before. And out of sight was just out of mind. Like to me and most of my cousins, we just thought he was good. Like in our minds, we're, we're thinking about like, he's in the UK. Like you left Nigeria. All of us are suffering in Nigeria. You left Nigeria to go to the UK to go to school. Like you're, you're a mechanical engineering major. You're doing great. Like he's fine. And then we just got word that he tied himself and electrocuted himself. Like, and our family could not understand it. Because nobody saw it. And then when we started unpacking it, people in his family were like, oh, oh, maybe, maybe that was a sign. 
like this was a sign this was a call for help this was a, you know so it's important to like pick up on those things um and my friends know this i ask very intentional questions of my friends i, and I ask very direct questions like are you trying to do this thing do you feel like this is a thing are you worried about this thing? Like, how is this thing translating or affecting you? I don't play none of that. Like, so tell, like, are you good? I, one thing that I learned in mental health is don't, I don't ask my friends close-ended questions. And for example, for those of you that don't know, um, close-ended questions are like questions where the person only has one or two answers. So for example, it's like, are you happy? And the person is like, Yes yeah. or no. <laughs> or they're like, yeah, I'm good. And then, like, there's no follow-up, right? But it's like, that same question is different from, tell me how you're feeling. That person could talk for a minute or they could talk for five minutes, right? Because you've, you're going for the same answer, but you've reframed the question. Um, and a lot of times, because we're trying to absolve ourselves, we ask the closed-ended questions. We're like, so... You know, what did you do today? Actually, this is a little bit of a, a tip for people who like to ask me questions and they wonder why I don't like talking. I don't like close and close answered questions because I know I'm going to tell you what you're asking and then you get upset. I have a friend who loves to ask me, who loves to say I don't like talking, but they always ask me the same type of questions. They're like, what did you do today? Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to list all the things that I did today and then the conversation is done. Like, versus what was the highlight of your day? Then you start talking. Then you get the person talking. Then you have follow-up questions. You have follow-up things you can interject. You can say this. You can plug this. Um, so that's just a tip that I love to share with people. And I used to use it. I think the only person on this call that probably knows this is, like, Nins. Um, but I used to use that when I worked in mental health. And I worked with kids who were in California. They were level 14. So they were the kids right before they put them in locked facilities, like teenage boys. And I'll give you guys an example. I don't think I've ever shared this recently, but I had a client once. I picked him up from school, we get in the car, and he just goes off. Like, fuck you, nigga. You're this or that. Now, this is a 13-year-old boy sitting in my passenger seat. I'm going to open this door and jump out of the car. So imagine you. Who came to America thinking you want to come do mental health work? You know, you're driving this kid in a car on a freeway. This kid is telling me he's going to jump. So I pull over immediately because that's a direct threat to, to his life. And, you know, pull over. While I, it's funny enough, before I switched lanes, I turned up the volume a little bit and I locked the doors at the same time. So he couldn't hear me lock the doors. And then I turned it down, pulled over, and we started talking. And we probably sat there for like 45 minutes just talking about the dumbest shit. Like, talked about his Pokemon cards. We talked about what kind of cereal he likes. Everything to take his mind away from that immediate threat. But then when we got home, it was like immediately that night, the way the, the agency worked, if a client made a threat to you like that, you had to like write it down. You had to call the authorities and they had to put it in a plan, a 72-hour plan. So it was getting family members, people who was going to rotate every, you know, throughout the night to watch him and all that stuff. But mind you, I did that for four years of, like, 
kids at varying levels, kids who wanted to use drugs, kids who wanted to use, you know, guns to take themselves out, all of that stuff. So I picked up some of these tools that I try as much as possible to not therapize my friends. But like, if I'm asking you a question, it's usually because I'm reading signs, I'm seeing things. Um, you know, the one that really jumps out to me the most um, that I would just want to close with is like people who switch very quickly from like organized and controlled behavior to very erratic behavior. And erratic doesn't always mean movies. And I know Nollywood has confused us to think that erratic is always like drugs and, you know, sex and stuff like that. But sometimes erratic behavior is not caring about your appearance, not caring about your job, not wanting to show up to work, you know, giving, having this come almost like, I don't give a fuck about the world. If how anything falls into place attitude. Like if you're talking to someone and they're like, yeah, I'm not going to go to work tomorrow, but you know, they're going to get fired if they don't go to work. And they're like, why don't you want to go to work? I just don't care. Like if people are getting to the point where they're damning everything around them, it's typically because they're feeling disconnected from everything. Um, and it's nice to just be a voice to help them kind of work through those feelings versus like, me, yeah, I don't know if you don't go to work, that's your problem. <laughs> <laughs> because, <laughs> because or, or somebody, or somebody who would be like, I don't even know why you would say you don't want to go to work, but mm, like, no, that's your problem. What's your business? <laughs> it's like, um, but you know, I think for everyone that's listening to this show, um, there's this like multiplying effect of like how, we have 10 direct people in our circle um, that we interact with. So, like, showing that extra level of care to those 10 people and those 10 people show it to the next 10 people in their circles and we kind of multiply that effect so they, that people know this month and every other month that you're cared for, we care about you. Like, look, me, I don't have time all the time, but I make time for the things that are really, really important. So if you wanted to talk to me, if you wanted to ask me a question, you know, I had someone recently send me a message through the rant show, and this is what they said. They said, I'm dating this guy. It's not suicide related. I'm just letting you guys know that I make time. The person was like, I'm dating this guy, but my mom said she saw from God that he's not the right guy for me. Hell. Pew, pew, pew. And then she says, what do you do if you didn't get the same message from God? Ah. <laughs> I was like... I don't fucking know. Um, but, you know, I'm like, I've I've been the nigga that people have, that people's moms have said it's not good for uh, No, but it was like, for her, it was just getting on the phone. It was like getting on the phone for a few minutes, talking through it, talking through her feelings, validating her feelings. And I don't think I solved her problem. I don't even know if she's still dating the guy. But I know that I made time and I, I answered the question. And I would hope that for everyone that's listening to this, like if people reach out to you in that capacity, um, they just take a little bit of time to, you know, to care. I think I always think back to my, to that classmate of mine, Dotsun, a few years ago, that if only I had taken a little bit of time, um, things might have been different, right? Who knows what he would have been today? He was so smart. He was so smart, so gifted, so talented. But, you know, you live and you learn. Um, again, in anything, failure is a lot easier to swallow than regret. Um, you don't want to be like me 18 years later thinking of what ifs, right? So um, 
yeah, just make the time. And again, it starts with you. So take care of your own self. Take care of your mental health. Have a pulse check on how you're feeling, how you're doing. Um, if you guys listen to this show, when the recording goes up, typically there's a little clip where I say, how are you doing? Something like that. I can't remember even how it goes. I know some people know how it goes, but I can't remember how it goes. But I can remember if I start the show, like the beginning, and I start the intro. But you guys know what, I, what I'm self, what I'm talking about. All of she's laughing because you know what I'm talking all about. All of she's like reciting um, it. But I think it's like... How does it go? I can't remember. Are you happy? Um, yeah. Yeah, are you, yeah, there you go. There it is. Um, but I'm not just joking. Like, I literally ask the show. I ask on this show because, some look, there's some days I come on this show and I don't, I don't feel great. There are days where I come on this show where I'm not too hot, where I don't like myself. Or sometimes I don't like some of y'all. I'm just kidding. I like all of y'all. Um, most times. Wow. It's Lao Lu that I don't like, but. All of you guys are cool. Um, it's a joke. It's a, it's a joke. Relax yourself. Um, but, but, you know, I think like, yeah, just making sure that we take time to take care of ourselves. Be kind to yourself. Um, the resources, we're going to share those as well. Uh, I'm going to share you guys a link in here um, to the NAMI website. So make sure you check it out. Um there's a lot of great tips on there. We're also going to you know, tweet it out on Twitter as well. Um, share this episode with your friends, your family, your loved ones, your haters, your ex-boyfriend that's causing you stress. Um, I also just want to say, this is like a really quick disclaimer. It is probably the most cowardly thing to tell someone. Maybe they're trying to break up with you or something. And you're like, oh, I'm going to kill myself if you leave me. Shakbono oh is going to strike you there. If you say oh that type God. of shit... I I've, I can't tell you how many people have done that. I know friends that have done that, ex-friends that have done that, because we're not friends no more, because that's some fuck shit. But men and women that are like, oh, my God, like, you know, if you leave me, I'm going to kill myself. You know what? You're a bastard. And I'm not going to say the words, because I would never wish that on someone, but that's some fuck shit. Nobody should do that. Don't do that. And don't tolerate people that try to do stupid things like that. Um, but yeah, just wanted to, you know, as always, bring attention to this topic. I know I've kind of Debbie downed you guys a little bit because of the serious conversation. So I apologize. Um, I see Oluchi's eyes. I see Adrina's eyes. They're like focused and like, you know, people are like in, the, in touch with their souls and things um but you know if you want me to say some out-of-pocket shit i can we don't i'm, we don't, I'm we not don't, we don't. i'm not gonna do it i'm not gonna do it i probably will but it's okay next time it's fine <sighs> look at, you're looking like waldo right now just swallow whatever you have to say and just do, that's wow. not fine like that. wow do you guys see how before she came here there was no negative energy it was just like positive like there was no one to call you out i didn't say anything bad i didn't i wasn't rude to anyone i was being good and people want to be out here fucking with my mental health oh please do not accuse me don't even on that note good night guys um but you know again have a great week um be anointed Option one, great way to be anointed. Put money in my account. Number two, 
make sure you don't let people stress you the fuck out. Number three, make sure you vote. Number four, your health, your life is important. You're valued. You mean something to all of us who listen to the show. Um, and if you listen to this for the first time, if you just happen to stumble on this, I give a fuck about you. The Rant Show gives a fuck about you. All of us do. Reach out if you need love, if you need someone to talk to, if you need someone to vent to and all of that good stuff. Um, there's also the Curious Cat link. On our Instagram page, there's a particular scenario that was shared today. Um, you can go ahead and review it as well. And let us know what your thoughts are. Um, follow Lao Lu on Life at Life on a Banjo. Um, if, and follow me at what well, is it? I don't I know what it is. Um, follow the Rant Show at the Rant Show. Two S's. Um, please vote. If you guys don't vote, we're going to start doing this show from Canada because I'm going to relocate. So I'm going to need you guys to get now, it that together. That could be a move. That could get be a move. Get it together. I don't like snow. I don't like snow. I don't like cold. I'm gonna be. I'm going to be on an island somewhere. Anita said we tropical. don't need you. We don't want you. All right, Anita. It's cool. That's why people were recording you shaking your ass. But it's all right. It's cool since you want to be that way. Wow. Um, you know. Wow! 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 It is cold in Scotland. What the? See, this is how this is how I know that women don't know how to do math because we're doing one plus one, and you went to sixty-nine. Why did you end up in another? Yeah, like we're focusing on math. You're doing physics. What kind of what's that? Scotland and Scots. Scots what? And you. I swear I could list my top 50 countries to live in and Scotland would not make it into that list. <laughs> Anita said I didn't know Scotland had black people. Wait, what do you mean? The rant show is global. We got people from everywhere. The last time I checked, some of the countries that I didn't know people were listening to, Chad, Russia. We have people that listen to this show in Russia. I hope you guys are safe and good. I don't know what you're doing there, but God be with you. Somebody was listening from Iceland, Chad, Gabon, Egypt, China. I know the person that listens in China because that's my friend. We went to high school together. Australia. Man, we global. I think it's like, last I checked, it was like 80-something countries or something like that. And that's all because of y'all. Um, so keep tweeting that. Keep retweeting. Um, keep, you know, sharing, spreading the word. We appreciate you guys. Oh my God! Anita said, "Yeah, is that yeah, a? It's it's weird. You know? Do you guys see that video? Like, did you see the video of this girl on Twitter? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Say it again. Yeah, like you're excited. It's like good day, you. Yeah, which language is Fucking this? Fucking Canadians. <laughs> huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't call for the Canadians, yo. Leave us alone. This is it. You know, when wow. you when something good happens, you're like, yeah, eh? Good job. Like, I'm fucking dead. Oh, but God. all y'all just be like saying, yeah, eh? <laughs> that just sounds so, yeah. What? Nah, that ain't it. That's not it. No, but I need to find you guys a video of this girl. Like going through a list of things they say in Canada, um, and I was just like, 
But you actually know what? That's another reason it. why I would you're in like that. a bar or something and something really good happens. Imagine you hear in a chorus of like, yeah, I, I can see it. I is that a it. is that a trap song? What the fuck? You it sounds like a trap song. That's why I can see it. Hey, you know, it sounds like a rock. Look at that. The yeah, show Oh, Lalu is doing Yae for Ife and Anita linking up in Canada. Shout out to y'all. Um, but yeah, you know, have a great week. Take care of yourself. Be kind to yourself. Be patient with yourself. Don't let nobody stress you out. Um, don't let nobody stress you Even out. Even yourself. Don't let yourself stress you out. Because remember, remember what I said earlier. If somebody's trying to stress you, ask yourself the question. How much money did that person make today? Um, and if they didn't make a lot, then don't let them stress you out. If they made enough, then maybe you consider them. Um, but other than that, don't let people stress you out. All right? Um, podcast will be up. I want to apologize. Didn't it, Are these addresses? Square yeah. one? Five and ten? <laughs> Lalo, leave I them alone. Like what is this? <laughs> God. They've been dropping <laughs> coordinates. <laughs> Five and ten? Square one? Yeah. Sheesh. <laughs> Lord Jesus, that's oh, not man. it. Um, look, I I didn't get a chance to properly it's edit not last even week's uppercase episode. N. It's lowercase n. I didn't get a chance to properly edit last week's episode, so it's going to be up alongside this episode. So when it drops, what you drinking? What you got there? This is pre-workout. I'm about to go work out. Oh, oh, oh you missed the early part of the show where I stepped on the scale and it showed me a number, but like it wasn't my number. Like, you know how, like, somebody says, hey, I got a missed call from you, and then they show you the number, and you're like, that's not my number? And I was it's like... It's not your number. It's, it's not, not it. Like, it's not it. Like, there's not no you. way the the scale could say you. that's me, because, like, how? How? Like... Not you. Did that you, scale's did tripping. You, Throw it away. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Are gone. they still talking? Did you go to Hop? Uh, What's Hop? Please, Is that Hop or H-O-P? What's that? Hop? House of Bruh. Praise. House of... H-O-P's House of Praise. Oh! Oh wow! Hit How me did you get that? <laughs> Somebody, he said, "Hit me, hop." No, I know, I know. Ife goes there, so I fi- I connected. Oh. Ife has amazing, amazing chin chin. She does. Feldos, Feldos. If you guys are in Canada, actually, Ife, come on here, come on here, come in here and shout yourself out a little bit. Unmute, unmute, unmute. I know I'm going to start by saying that Ching Ching is worldwide. It's not only Canada. I didn't know like you knew that I was Feldos. Oh, I'm shy. <laughs> everywhere. This is my Yeah, guys. So, um, come. Ask your mother, ask your grandma. That shit's lit. It is. Bye. Bye. Joke. <laughs> but yeah, um, I do run a company. Well, I guess uh, an online pastry shop with my sister. It's called Feldo's Pastry Shop. Um, and we do have the best chin-chin in Canada, if I say so myself. I don't want to say the world because, yeah. Do y'all ship outside Canada? We do. We do. We do have um, like a vendor that would ship to you in the States. She handles all the logistics. It's mychopchop.ca. So you can get like all the African groceries that you want and she'll ship it to you. And our chin chin is on there. So mychopchop.ca. So yeah. All right. Shout all out right, to you. Right. Shout out to you. Well, I'm going to let you guys continue to do your little Canadian link up, whatever that is. Um, Five and ten. 
fraud. That took me. That took me just out. To clarify, seven yeah, as you just said, just a little bit. It's an intersection. It's Highway Five and Ten. Period. That's it. But why? Why don't you guys just say it's? Uh, why y'all meeting up at a corner? Like, okay, cause... would you rather me say it's done? Does stand here, Ontario? That's wrong. Is it possible? Is it possible? Like, babe, I'm gonna link you at the traffic light. <laughs> <laughs> And square mall, uh, square mall, square one is a mall. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. That makes sense. All right, okay. all right. We'll, we'll we'll allow you guys. See, we can't even be shading you people because you people are giving your country people thousand dollars in pandemic. We we're here, <laughs> we're here begging you people. Please, we don't. We're fighting for six hundred dollars. <laughs> please, you should not let Trump be president again. I beg you people, in Jesus' name. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, it's been a pleasure as always. Thank you for hanging out with us. Um, we'll be back next week. Till then, keep your head up, stay out of trouble. We love you. It's the Rant Show. Good mother. Good night. Good night. I'm gonna be nice. But good night, y'all. We hope you just enjoyed this What The Heck Band production of The Rant Show. Remember to subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud. Live weekly updates can also be found on our Twitter and Instagram pages. Till next time, stay up.